News and interviews from your community every morning on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. He did a fabulous job all week on Sunrise, and we know he'll excel in his last segment of On the Mark for this week. That will be Rob Center, our fabulous producer. On the news line with us now, I'm so glad to say, movie Mike McGranahan is here, professional movie critic. His appearance always sponsored by the Campus Theater uh, Lewisburg. He's given us such uh, famous uh, ratings as four Boston Celtics, Celtics for the Uncut Gems movie or uh, three inner circles for the Bad Boys for Life and things along this line. So we're going to get uh, maybe just one or two of those uh, good illustrations in the moments ahead. He's got five quick reviews here. Mike, thank you so much for calling in this morning. Good morning and happy Friday. Oh, happy Friday to you. Yeah, enjoy your your day. Some of our computers here are taking half the day off, <laughs> the morning part of the day, so that's another topic. Okay, well, let's launch right into it. we got a lot of ground to cover in a short amount of time. Uh, you had an opportunity to see Bill and Ted face the music. Tell us all about it. Yeah, this movie's going into a 1,000 theaters today, but also available on demand because they wanted to make sure everybody could see it safely. It's the third film in the Bill and Ted series. Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves are back. And as much as I enjoyed the first two movies and wanted to see them together again, this movie is hilarious for the first 15 minutes, and then the plot kicks in and it starts to go downhill. Uh, this movie finds them journeying into the future to try to find future versions of themselves that have written the song that is supposed to, in this series, uh, prophesy uh, the prophesy that that song will bring the world together. They don't have it. They've only got 78 minutes to do it. But then there's a subplot about their wives time traveling and their daughters time traveling. And the movie just gets needlessly complicated. It starts to bog down. So uh, some intermittent funny moments on it. But I have to say, Bill and Ted face the music. Kind of one of the bigger disappointments of 2020 for me. With Keanu Reeves? I mean, he's good and Alex Winter's good. It's fun to see them playing older versions of these characters. Uh, that part is nice. But... I wanted more of that. I wanted to see more of them as older men and more of them interacting with their daughters. And instead, they kind of go their own way and their wives go their own way and their daughters go a different way. And so they're kept apart from everybody else for the rest of the film. And I think that was really where the mistake came in. I can't help but think I would get glimpses of uh, John Wick if I, if I were watching that movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Keanu, he's had two very successful franchises here, but we think of him more now as an action star than we did uh, 29 years ago when the second Bill and Ted movie came out, and, and he was more of a comedic actor or played a lot of doofuses on screen. So he's come a long way in his career. The suspension of disbelief will be satisfactory, but uh, you're giving that film, what, probably a two or so? Yeah, two stars for that one. Not terrible. You know, if you can rent it for your whole family on VOD... Uh, you know, and you're a fan of the series, you probably won't be disappointed that you watched it, but don't expect it to be at the same level as the first two. Unhinged is now in theaters. You can actually go see this. Tell us about that. Yes, our AMC theaters opened last night, and one of the movies that is there to welcome people back is Unhinged. Uh, this is a movie in which Russell Crowe plays this guy who kind of goes off the deep end after a road rage incident, and he spends his entire day trying to make the life of this woman who honked or horned at him miserable. And this is a movie I have mixed feelings about. You know, Russell Crowe is both the best and the worst thing to happen to Unhinged. He's the best in the sense that he is so good and so menacing in this movie, and he really creates a creepy character. He's the worst thing in the sense that his appearance probably will make people think this movie is more than it is. It is just a mean and nasty 90-minute B-movie about cheap thrills. 
So I, I was kind of mixed on it. It does sort of work at that level, but I wish that the movie was up to Crow's performance and had something smarter to say about Road Rage. Okay, so uh, we're in the two, two and a half, three range on that one? Two and a half on that one. I, I was right down the middle. It held my attention. I was glad I saw it. Uh, I can't quite recommend it necessarily. Okay, and this is common that you get a tremendous actor that's given not substandard, but material that uh, doesn't challenge them? I, I, well, I think that's the thing. Crow elevates this material. Yeah, it's it's definitely kind of slumming it a little bit material-wise. But he comes in and he creates a character who is really menacing and scary. So I think that with another actor, this probably would have just gone straight to VOD. It has that kind of cheaply tossed-off feel. Um, but Russell Crowe turns it into something a little better than it normally would be, but not quite enough that you can say, hey, that movie is something special. Why would he do this film? I don't know, to be honest with you. I mean, he's worked with so many great directors and been in so many prestige films. I don't know if he wanted a quick paycheck or if he was just intrigued by the idea of making a B-movie. He's certainly an unlikely choice for this role, or for this film, rather. He's great in the role. Uh, So I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he's not getting the kind of offers he once got. All right, next film, Personal History of David Copperfield. I've seen this trailer for that one. That looks interesting. Also opening today at local theaters, uh, this movie is Charles Dickens' David Copperfield, told from the point of view of the guys who created the TV show Veep. So if you've seen that show on HBO and you're (laughs) familiar with their sense of humor, they bring that kind of thing to the story of David Copperfield. Dev Patel from Slumdog Millionaire plays David Copperfield. The movie's also got Hugh Laurie, uh, Peter Capaldi in it, um, Tilda Swinton's in it. So really great cast, and this is a literary adaptation for people who don't like literary adaptations. If you normally think, oh, David Copperfield, that would be boring and depressing and stuffy, this movie is lively and it's funny, and it's made relevant to today. So uh, three stars for that one. Okay, so that's so far the winner of this. Yeah, it looks interesting in the trailer, The Personal History of David Copperfield. And uh, just some more words about about the plot and and bringing this uh, to life. Obviously, they have to condense some things. David Copperfield was a pretty big book. So there are certain parts that get glossed over. But uh, it's really a movie that uh, puts a modern sensibility on the tale and brings out the idea of social and economic class which is relevant today. We have a lot of talk about the 1% who control everything and then the 99% of the rest of us. And that idea is kind of woven in throughout the film. So it really takes David Copperfield and shows how that story is relevant to today. Words on Bathroom Walls. Tell us about that particular film. This one for me is probably the winner of the week. Uh, This is also opening locally today. And this is a story about a teenage boy with schizophrenia. And in his senior year in high school, he has a complete meltdown and gets expelled from school. His parents send him to a Catholic school, and he's got to try to adapt, and he wants to hide his mental illness from the students there because he's afraid of being stigmatized. And that's what the movie's about. The movie's about the challenges that people with mental health issues deal with in worrying about whether they'll be accepted if their symptoms show, whether people will reject them, how do they live a normal life, how do they form normal relationships and friendships. And I could be a little skeptical when it comes to mental illness on screen because a lot of movies have what I call movie mental illness, which is where they just exaggerate certain things 
to be cinematic. But Words on Bathroom Walls is very, very realistic about what people with schizophrenia go through and what it's like to try to deal with those issues. So three stars on that one for me. It, it gets a little bogged down sometimes in the teen movie cliches, but I think what's special about it is enough to really make it worth seeing. All right, and that's in actual theaters at this time. And finally, yep. a, a review of Centigrade. Yes, this movie you can rent at home if you're not comfortable going back to the movies yet. Centigrade is a great example of what I call an ordeal movie, which is a movie where the characters are stuck in some kind of dire situation, and you're there with them, and you never leave that situation. And in this movie, a couple, a married couple, has pulled over on the side of the road during a blizzard. Their car has become frozen shut and buried under snow, and the woman is pregnant, and they have no food. And and the movie is like that. There's like one dire complication after another and so you spend 90 minutes in the car with these people as they attempt to survive and uh, it's a real nail biter oh you like you like that huh what would you give that three and a half i give that one three two there there were a couple minor issues that you know these movies occasionally i think of something the characters could have done that they don't think of and that gets frustrating like in this movie their suv has a sunroof but they never think to try to open it and climb up you know, so there's a few little things like that that stick out. But uh, if you can surrender your your disbelief there, uh, Centigrade definitely has a lot of thrills, and it'll keep you very, very tense for an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for that. I, I would have been fine watching it without that, but now I'll wonder. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, there is a movie in the works that would portray the Karens of the world. These are uh, <laughs> women who may have some racial uh, feelings and are outspoken. Tell us about that. Yeah, they better get this movie out there quick. I, I don't know how long this is going to be topical, although, you know, given the state of things, maybe it will be topical for a long time. But they're making a movie called Karen about or an entitled white woman named Karen who's very upset that her African-American neighbors are Black Lives Matter supporters and she tries to run them out of the neighborhood. <laughs> so I, I think that in no way are the filmmakers of this trying to push any buttons. Oh, right, but it it sounds based on your description, it's it sounds like a, a recipe for it has potential. It could if they write it well. I mean, obviously they're trying to stir the pot here. All my joking aside, they obviously want to be a little bit incendiary. Uh, the question will be whether or not they actually have something to say on the phenomenon, or whether it's like unhinged, where it's just like, okay, here's a really interesting idea, and we're just going to use it to have a lot of nasty violence. All right, and are you going back to theaters? Our local AMC theaters are open. Are you going to go? Not yet. Uh, I have a family member who is in a high-risk category due to asthma, and I'm just playing it safe right now. I'm going to wait and see how things go with the theaters reopening. Uh, my job affords me the luxury of screening a lot of these movies at home. So uh, for the time being, at least, I'm going to continue to do that. For how long, I don't know. I'm just kind of playing it week by week. But uh, as much as I want to get back in there, at least for this first week, I will not be. Thank you so much for checking in. Thank you for all your good reviews. And if folks want to hear this, thanks to Rob Center. This whole conversation will be posted at WKOK.com shortly. And folks can give those a review of the five movies again. Another look-see. Thank you so much, Moving Mike. Thanks for calling in today. Thank you. Moving Mike McGranahan, sponsored by the Campus Theater, Lewisburg.